And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian and longtime Backstreet Boys fan who, even though she's married, still wants it that way. That way being with choreography and matching white outfits. It's Jenna Kim Jones. And he's a man who always follows the rules and does the right thing. The right thing, of course, is to learn the choreography and wear the matching white outfit. It's Hashtag Al. Chef Jeff is here to show you how to make a pimento loaf by eating a bunch of pimentos and waiting six hours. I'm her husband, Daniel, and when I look at my wife, I still feel just as nervous as the day I met her. I think they call it PTSD. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little gummy lifesavers. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is Junior Best Friend. I'd like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Hello. Hello, the hashtag Al. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hello, Allison. We're all here. Will you please start the show? Maybe I will. All right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to dance just because you tell me to. Maybe or just I will. Because you asked me <laughs> politely to. Um, okay, so all sorts of things planned for the show tonight. Um, Greg is not here. He's busy doing Greg things. We have a message from him, which we will play in a little while. But first, I have to. I have some big news. It involves Mindy Cohn from Facts of Life. Oh, my God. Yes, Daniel, I didn't even tell you. I don't know this. I, I know. There's two stories now. What? That I ha- there's two things that have happened to me recently that I haven't filled you in on because I want to get your natural reaction. This show is causing you to keep secrets from me it, it happened just a little while ago okay okay she posted a photo from um edna's from i think it was like season five of facts of life i could be have season wrong when they were in edna's edibles and there was a cop and i think she was in the background and she posted this uh, caption about how larry wilmore's acting debut was on facts of life I didn't, Larry Wilmore played the cop. Yes. I did not realize Larry Wilmore had been on Facts of Life. And I consider myself someone who knows everything about Facts of Life. I think I have made that overly clear. So I commented on the photo and I said, oh my God, I consider myself, you know, a Facts of Life trivia aficionado and I didn't even know this. Humbling. Also, will you, you should come on, no, also you should come on my podcast sometime. She wrote back and she wrote anytime with a bunch of exclamation points. OMG. Oh my God. I took a picture of it to like then post about that. But then I I just didn't, I just decided I need to take a breath, collect myself. Now look, the reason. Stay in the moment. I am, I want to live (laughs) inside this moment. Yes. I'm pregnant and that's great. But this is real good news. <laughs> um, people have suggested that I have the Facts of Life people on the podcast in the past. And I've always been tempted to, but it's just they were so huge mm-hmm. to me growing up that it's like, I just, I don't, what if I, I don't know what what's going to happen. Too My much expectations to lose. are so high. I might get tongue-tied. It feels like I'm flying too close to the sun. 
But Mindy Cohen and I now have this like very casual because I'm playing it super cool social media relationship. And I think I need to have her on the show. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, I think I can handle it. I Mm -hmm. almost wrote back and told. But this is this is what I'm fighting against. My impulse when she said any time, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, was to write back. Oh, wait, ex- there were four exclamation points? No, like six, maybe, <laughs> five or six. My, <laughs> my first impulse yes. was to write back and be like, oh my God, people have been telling me I should have you on the podcast all the time, but I've been hesitant because blah, 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 and it's like flying too close to the sun. But anyway, I'm so glad. Yay. And then I just didn't, that's, I didn't do any of that. Um, yeah, which is probably the right move. She's sitting at home going, why won't Allison write me back? <laughs> I thought she liked She me. could be. I don't know. It's good you're keeping all this real close to your vest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but can you believe it? Remember when I saw that she followed me on Twitter? Or Twitter or said yes. she was a fan or something. Yes. And my feet you literally... You floated out of the apartment. <laughs> I jumped in the air and I wished I could have just frozen like You're that. You were literally that's, hopping to the car. That's how I felt when I, I was sitting at my desk, but I wanted to... I felt like I was floating. Mm-hmm. It's pretty I'm, amazing. I'm genuinely nervous for you Thank only you. because I've seen when Jenna met a Backstreet Boy for the first time or, mm. you know, just in real life. Yeah. Not at a concert. <laughs> Screaming from the front Just row. Just eating barbecue at a Lucille's chain restaurant. Oh my gosh. And she like could not function as a 27-year-old woman. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> what I, happened? I, I was one of the more embarrassing moments of my life. Who was it? Kevin. Federline? He's, yes, the mm-hmm. one with the eyebrows. Not Federline. Not Federline. <laughs> That's, the guy. That's the guy who married oh uh, Britney Spears. Um, yeah. I what? can't remember. Look, it's Dark happening. Hair? Dark hair? Yeah. See, Kevin. she's already like, oh, is this the best? I just... Uh. Who is the short one who went, who's dark and then went blonde at her? What? Isn't there a short <laughs> one? There's like two blondes. There's Howie, AJ, Nick, uh, the Brian, and Kevin. Useless to me. And also, you might be thinking of NSYNC, too. Nope. Okay. Anyway, we anyway. met Kevin at a Lucille's barbecue, and I was so tongue-tied and starstruck that I acted like a moron and didn't say anything normal. <laughs> it was a lot of that. Yes. <laughs> and Jenna, I mean, and I was like sweaty and my hands were sweaty. It was weird. Yeah, she'd been around a lot of celebrities and said, like, oh, I met that person. Show. I know. Yeah. What, now, this is interesting, though. Like, what is going on in your head that makes that happen? Is it just nerves or are you? is it like you don't know what to say? I think it's like, I think it was nerves, but also like, all of the teenage anxiety that I had just like was flooding back and memories and also not knowing what to say because everything that I was going to say sounded like a crazy psycho fan. Right. Kevin Richardson. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. I couldn't remember that right now. I know. That's That's like how sad it was. No, I felt it coming off you. I felt you were transported back to that moment. And I'm like, shit, that's me trying to ask Mindy Cohen anything. (laughs) It was really bad. So then, yeah, it it made me feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to act normal around this person. But you're more of a pro than I am. So you got this. You got this. Well, (laughs) have you ever had this experience, Allison? This is why I clammed up when I met Mickey Dolenz, which is my old guy, straight, weird guy thing of Mm -hmm. my, the band that I liked a lot when I was a kid. Right. And I just thought, I, there's a pretty good chance I'm not, I'm, I cannot be cool right now. So I just was like, I'm just going to zip it and stand here. Right. Yeah. It's like, I've met tons of celebrities. I've had awkward moments with many celebrities 
But this was like a whole different level because I was the one who was not in control anymore. Before, mm-hmm. when I'd had awkward moments, it was like, well, this is just awkward for everybody. I don't care. <laughs> but but with that, it was like, I, I don't have any control over my emotions or mind in this moment. And did you... Was there a certain occasion that you were meeting him or you just saw him and went up to him? It was, we were just having dinner and it was my birthday, was, yeah, dinner, birthday dinner with my dad and my brother and his ex-wife and we were just sitting there and I look over and I thought, that can't be. It can't be. <laughs> it did not look like him. No, he looked a little, he was a little too skinny. Well, the thing is, what, what is it that you really want out of the encounter? That's the problem. Right? I have no idea. Yeah. Right, yeah. and you can't, your mind just isn't getting to a place where you can make any sense. No, out of it. it's, just like, it's like everything's it just, just unlocked. Just jumbled just like, chaos. Oh. Right. So, so wait though. It, you saw him. He looked too skinny to be him, but it was him. Yeah. And then you went up and you went. Oh no, to no! Him. I went. Oh my gosh, that's a Backstreet Boy. I told everyone at the table, <laughs> there's a Backstreet Boy over there. Don't look over, but then do look over. we had 45 minutes of a meal where she just I didn't couldn't eat. speak. <laughs> I didn't eat. And you'd be like, Jenna, what'd you do for your birthday? <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody. All I did was like awkwardly look over occasionally. Um, I probably tweeted something about it. And then finally, my dad was like, you're ridiculous. I've never seen you act like this ever in my life. Because <laughs> your he, dad probably like doesn't have that mode, right? I feel like your dad's cool. and Oh, yeah. He's just always whatever. Charming. He's no just like what. that with Madonna. But go ahead. He, my dad <laughs> is like kind of like that, though. Yeah. yeah he's, he's just, just cool, chill all cool the time. Customer. He's done lots of really crazy things. He's had a weird life. Mm-hmm. And... So he didn't care at all. So he went up when the waitress came back to see how we were doing. He was like, hey, my daughter says that's a Backstreet Boy over there. <laughs> and she really wants to talk to him. Can you just go ask him if he would be OK if she approached him? So the waitress went over and said, one of your fans is over there. Can she talk to you? And he was like, sure, whatever. And was so nice about it. Right. But he's not the one with the problem. <laughs> you are. Cause you're just locked up. It's like, I'm the one that needs help. It was so bad. Was the waitress aware of who he was already? Yeah, she knew. Yeah. Okay. yeah. She was not. She was probably around the same age as me. So I'm she sure. Cool. She's like, oh, they come in all the time. Yeah. Apparently whatever. he's oh. like a regular. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. So all I'm saying is, Allison, just you know, write the questions down. Yeah, be prepared. Be prepared. It's going to be like 45 questions about the dance she did with Joe <laughs> in oh Christmas in the big house. That's yeah. Which I've made Daniel watch repeatedly because so ha- it's it's how I know it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. Those are the best memories. Okay. For me, but what if for, what if she's like, oh, I always hated that or something. See, oh. I had to dress like an elf. I don't know. There's always that thing when you meet someone that you idolize like that where you feel like, oh, I don't want to gush. I want to be cool. I want to act like we're all, you know, hey, what's happening? Mm -hmm. But I feel like people like to hear that you like what they did. The only thing would be... And I also consider writing this back. Like, do you mind a lot of questions about Facts of Life? Because she's had a whole career beyond Facts of Life. But I feel like the fact that she's posting something from Facts of Life shows that she's open to... It's monumental. We had one of the characters from Heavyweights tweet. No. Yeah. Mighty Ducks and Heavyweights, mm-hmm. those that era of movies, tweet with us while we live tweeted a movie a month or two ago. That must have been um, pinch yourself worthy. Um, it was until, I'm just going to say it, he was not very good at tweeting with us. <laughs> and he, anytime someone asked a question that he felt like you could Google the answer to, <laughs> he did not accept the question or answer it. He would just reply, Google. Yeah, and I was outraged because I'm like, hey, what's going on in your life now that you're too cool to answer questions about these amazing 
movies the way, that I loved growing up. Too cool to answer those questions, but uh, cool enough. Not cool enough to actually tweet with you while you're watching <laughs> while you're watching oh, yeah. the movie. Like, right? Yeah. No, I have more Twitter followers than him times fifteen. Ooh, so I can't even like. Right. It was ridiculous. Who was it? Or do you not want to say? Should we say? Well, the guy, the guy who was in Heavyweights and Mighty Ducks is really cool. I don't remember what his name was. Oh, Aaron was cool. Aaron something. Yeah. He was like the main character in the movie Heavyweights. And He's, yeah, the little chubby he, kid. He was then, great. He tweeted with us as well, but he was nice and friendly like and really excited cool. about it. Right. Yeah. The other guy's name... Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> I was, was Goldberg. That's his character name. His name's... I saw Heavyweights. Who, who was he? In Mighty Ducks, the he's one, the goalie. In Mighty Ducks, he's the goalie. In Heavyweights, he's the one that like gets kicked out of camp and then comes back. Okay. Oh, yeah. They think he gets murdered or whatever because yeah. he does the Seymour Butts joke mm. on uh, what's-his-face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. Really, really important movie. <laughs> Seymour Butts jokes. Yeah. So, Daniel and Al, have you... So, okay. Jeff, Jenna... And I, in the future, have had awkward celeb experiences where we've met people we were super fans of uh, when we were young. Have you had any of these, these experiences? I feel like it's such a familiar feeling, but I can't think of any. Yeah. I know I have, but I can't think of any. I would say for Al, it was when we went to America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. He I didn't was, think of that. He was hilarious. He's like, this is the same studio. Oh my gosh! And he was taking videos. Where did all Bob over the Saget place. sit? Where was Bob Saget? That's where I cared. I cared a lot about that. Yeah. Tom Bergeron. Just, and he just kept talking about how man. amazing Tom Bergeron was the whole time. That guy is just a class act. <laughs> my goodness, so good at hosting. I just walked away thinking this guy can host anything. You if know, I if I'm ever famous enough and I die and he's still alive, I want him to host my funeral. <laughs> But not your wife, who could also host no, you can the sit heck there out of your funeral. Thank enjoy, you very much. You can enjoy the funny videos that he introduces You're, that's true. while okay. he eulogizes while me. Yes. I can't believe you just passed over your wife for who gets to host your funeral. That's how good of a host he is. He but is they're fantastic. It's not making it better. No, it doesn't. I know. Would you want to okay. host Al's funeral, though? Depends. No. If I'm like... If I was like 75, I might. You know, like my one last gig. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now we know your mom has elaborate instructions for her funeral. Mm-hmm. She didn't ask you to host. Is she having a host? No, I don't think anyone's emceeing her funeral. No, uh, but I'm I'm singing at her funeral. Yeah. My sister and I were singing because I knew you from the musical Wicked. Mm-hmm. For anyone who's listening for the first song. time. Cat. Who might think, well, this is real morbid. None of the people we're talking about are sick. No, they're, they're fine. just no. into planning. <laughs> yes. Right, they're just yeah. like yeah. to control. Well, and right. the other thing too is Jenna has always told me that we have to die together. So I kind of figured if I was oh, that's dead, true. you were dead. That's true. If I die, yeah. if we die at the same time, like he murder, can host suicide? It. <laughs> it's, that's romantic. certainly on the table for Jenna. That's <laughs> certainly on the table. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't recommend yeah. it. Yeah. No. I did meet Sherilyn Fenn once back in like 97, and, and that was. You're a huge Twin Peaks fan. Yeah, she mm. played Audrey in Twin Peaks, and it was, um, I was at that time right out of college. I was a receptionist at this uh, production company, and she was waiting. And it was that awkward thing where I, you know, first I shake hands and I say hi. You know, I'm a big fan, and then there's like five minutes of just like, hey, <laughs> just the two, <laughs> just the two of us in this room, and you're just like, mm, gonna like. But like I didn't know what to do, and I because I, I have no idea what to say. You know, you don't know what kind of. It's just so I hate that. 
Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> to go back to America's Funniest Home Videos for a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. Al, I had Bob Saget on my show. Did you really? Mm-hmm. No way. Yes, it was a, a few years ago. In fact, he, and he's on Snapchat. And I keep thinking, I would love to get him back on my you show. Oh, you I should. need to go he's through my guest. emails. Yeah, because I, I forget how it was that I got him on the show. But what would you say? He was a good guest, wasn't he? Yes, he was great. He's mm. awesome. Okay, yeah. so I, I slash we have more news. That's it's right. not as big as Mindy Cone. More news. But it's exciting. There are two babies inside me right now. Two tiny babies. Whoa! That's Woo-hoo! right. <laughs> two. I am pregnant with twins. This is insane. It was uh-huh. not the plan. Now, granted... They did transfer two embryos, so yes. you'd think they recommended three, and I was even thinking like up until the day of the transfer, you know, maybe I, even though Daniel and I have already talked and Daniel has promised that he'll leave me if we have twins. Promised. <laughs> there is a part of me that is like, oh, all of us, I don't know what it was. It's sort of like when someone offers you something that you didn't think you want and you're like, wait maybe i do want that and the only reason you want it is because suddenly someone offered it to you mm-hmm. that it's weird that that's the analogy mm-hmm. i'm using but it was like i never thought i want twins but all of a sudden i was like wait maybe we should do three because there's a part of me that kind of does want twins because then it's like who knows how hard pregnancy is going to be and then we can just get it over with and we definitely want two kids um and then i thought no let's just stick with our plan of just doing two because i really think i just want one at a time And if I'm meant to have two, there still is a chance since we're transferring two. It's not Mm. like we've ruled out the option of twins. It's just there's probably no chance of it because that's what they make you think. Like like, they did not, they did not let us know that there's a real possibility that they're both (laughs) going to take for, we did not even expect one to take. I was thinking we would burn through all the embryos and And maybe get one. Yes. Yeah. We thought, this is going to be like six to eight pretty heartbreaking months of discovering that none mm-hmm. of my, none of our embryos, none of my that. eggs. Yeah. And then we're going to like adopt or do you use donor eggs or, or who knows what we're going to do. Yeah. Just have a lot of dogs. Um, yeah. Steal someone's baby. So anyway, uh, they did the ultrasound and she said, there's one <laughs> and there's two. <gasps> Mm-hmm. And then I wish I had a camera on Daniel because you looked. Oh. Do you remember your reaction? No, but I remember yours. Okay, well, we'll get into mine in a second. Yeah. <laughs> so, Daniel. Oh, fuck it. Looked <laughs> stunned. Like you were going to like pass out or cry. I did. <laughs> you just held still. Like, you, I don't even think you took a breath for yeah. so long. It was. I, now, I was kind of. I mean, I hate. It, it was. I did, it's a weird thing because. That feeling is not like, oh shit, but it's, you're just trying to process what yeah. it means. It's not, yeah. like, you don't know how you feel about it. It's it's like simultaneously great news, right? But then, oh my fucking God. <laughs> you right. know, like, what is this going to mean? And you're like, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, all the sort of ways that I've imagined having one baby did not include two babies. <laughs> mm-hmm. So just the vision of like me in the hospital, just all the visions. I just had to, you know, insert another baby into them. Mm-hmm. Um, so so wait, <laughs> so we are going to do that. Wow. We're looking for another couple to marry. 
Yeah. So if you want to Because, hey, we've got a spare. Direct message. So um, your reaction was to be stunned and like pre-panic attack. And the doctor's like, one step at a time, one step at a time. <laughs> Mine was I had this insane laughter fit. You just started cackling like <laughs> the, you know, like, what? <laughs> I know. And then like interspersed with, with saying all sorts of foul language. The, the preponderance of Jenna and Al at this table without yeah. Greg account to, to balance it is making me... Uh, I would just be like, oh, I can't. I can't have and believe it. <laughs> and then she... They were very patient with yes, crazy I'm me. I'm sure they go through this. <laughs> I'm, I want to think that all of my insane reactions are very normal. I don't know if they are, but the doctor was like, <laughs> you're laughing so hard. I can't see your uterus. <laughs> like She kind of <laughs> gently laughed and I was like, oh, sorry. And then I stopped. I don't know what the hell that it was just it was like laughing at our good fortune and also what the hell. Oh, my right. God. I'm trying to think. If there's ever been another time in my life that I've had that reaction, the closest I can think of was in third grade. I had a um, private gymnastics class because I was fat and not good at uh, pee. <laughs> my mom was trying to help me out. <laughs> and um, this did not happen to me often as a child, but I could not stop audibly farting <laughs> like every cartwheel every somersault i felt so bad and he was a teenage boy too a teenage boy gymnast tutor so like every tumbling move it was, like a it, was it was it was literally fart teehee like yes it was exactly that i'd fart and then i couldn't stop like, laughing because i was so uncomfortable so you do a tumble and it would be mid tumble it would be like while you're yeah like, like every like, time he'd spot me <laughs> and then I couldn't stop laughing. I was like this like chunky, beet red, flatulent laugh monster who was not good at gymnastics. Yeah. So it's in me to have this. I didn't, thankfully, thankfully, mm -hmm. I did not fart while I was laughing at the news of our twins. There was only, of all the uh, ultrasounds and um, appointments I've had, which have been a lot, there's only one time where I was like, oh my God, I really need to fart. I'm like I'm like bearing down and holding everything in right now because I'm I can't do this to my doctor but this is very uncomfortable. That was a while ago. Anyway though, so yeah, twins, crazy, so she crazy. Said, oh she goodness. said that it's an eighty percent chance that we're that we'll have both. Right. So, so we're still in okay. that zone when things can change. Yes, one is um really. I mean, these they're tiny. What they're looking at is like a yolk sac, and there's a fetus in there too, but you can't even see it. It just on the ultrasound, it just looks like a circle with like mm -hmm, white mm -hmm. around it yeah um so one of them is really a good size and healthy looking well i don't know if they can say healthy but a good size the other one is a few millimeters smaller so that's the one they're a little more worried about however i've talked to people and even our doctor said there's plenty of um twins that do look like this at the beginning and are both born so i don't i don't know like i was saying to jenna and al before the show i feel like whatever is meant to be will be and Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. So we go on uh on the day this episode comes out, we have our doctor's appointment, and we'll see the heartbeat or heartbeats, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. And then that should give us more of an idea. Although n that still won't be definitive. It's kind of like you just you just know when you know. Either yeah. you know at a certain point, one has not is not still growing, or I don't know. Yeah. Um, they'll Rochambeau and double the kicks. Yes, that's what I always oh, think yeah. about. Double the baby kicking you inside, 
and oh. how huge you oh, must yeah. be. Like that is just you won't. Well, most twins, you probably have them a little a little bit early, right? But even still, yeah, yeah, twice double. So, um, my <laughs> older brothers are identical twins. And I asked my dad if it was from my dad's first marriage. I asked him if he remembers how much they weighed. And one was like seven eight, and the other was six eight or something. Ooh, those are big babies. Those, yeah. So they got to go home from the hospital right away because they were full yeah. term. But I was just thinking how uncomfortable she must have been with that's two full size babies inside. You. Yeah. Usually you hear of like one is four pounds and one's five pounds or one's three and two or and then they have to spend time. In the the NICU, I think it's called mm-hmm, the neonatal yeah. intensive care unit, which that scares me a little bit. If, um, but you know what, that's it's a long lot. ways away. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's pretty so, incredible yeah. thought that that can even happen. Are you scared, Daniel? <laughs> um, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's too early to be scared. You start to well, like it gets it. It doesn't hit. I, just I'll yet. get. I'll become more. <laughs> scared i'm sure as the months roll on i i'm scared that we're not gonna have the um and when i say resources i don't mean money i just mean the ability to do twins like that you and i aren't going to be enough to handle it right no we're gonna have to get help yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. you'll need help but i mean even with the help and what does that mean and is this like sure you know nanny because we don't have like I have zero family out here. Mm-hmm. You have your folks, but they're down in Orange County. Right. And they're they're not going to be coming up frequently, and, and you know I wouldn't. So it's it's not like we we don't have a village, you know. Jenna, you're moving in. I was just <laughs> yeah, saying, oh, you come. Yeah. We can come a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but I'll be happy to clean their litter box. <laughs> <laughs> Baby poop in a box, yeah. right? Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we are going to litter box train them. The listeners of what? (laughs) (laughs) The listeners of this show have been so awesome and amazing with their reactions, and people have reached out who have twins who are like, "It'll be okay." Here are some tips, you know. So people do it. I think everyone's probably everyone probably finds the idea daunting, except for my one friend who went to the same fertility doctor who had twins and I asked her if she was overwhelmed and she said she wanted twins so she was thrilled. I was like, mm. okay, well, <laughs> never mind. Well, she then. must have had good babies too then. <laughs> like good sleepers right. and eaters. I've, ne- I've never heard of that, of somebody wanting twins. I mean, it's not crazy, but nobody nobody ever says, you know, I really hope I get twins. Yeah, I know. Um, and I overheard someone at the fertility clinic saying we were hoping for two heartbeats. So that also put it in my head of like, oh, there, I think it's, I imagine it's people who want to have more than one child and just kind of want to just, just bang it out. You know, if you're 40, I, you know, it's like you don't want to wait and then the next kid is your 44, you know, or whatever, or 43. It's just like, you know, I am all these ages and going to be the rest of them. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that that's a reason why someone could right. want twins. Yes. Yes. That is true. And we definitely want two kids. The thing is, I just had the fantasy of staggering it because then they don't both leave the house at the same time. There's that. And also, I think I have this idea that like, if there's two of them at the same time, they won't each get the undivided attention mm-hmm. that a child deserves. However, then I was thinking, but they won't know any different. 
And they won't if they're close enough in age anyway. That's true. True. Yeah. And they'll and, be best friends either yeah. way. Yeah. Right. Right. Just like uh, Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield from Sweet Valley High. Oh, yeah. I'm only aging myself here. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. I'll and they keep can you keep posted. each other occupied, you know? It's like having two puppies. Right. You know, exactly. They just play with each other. Yes. Exactly. Well, I, I did confess that that's a concern I had because I know that you're not supposed to get like two kittens at once or two puppies at once because they will become more attached to each other than you. And then I had to like wake myself up. These are humans. I think they're going to bond to me. Who yes. knows, though? I just want to say something about the fans, though. You guys are so great. Um, your reactions and yes. the joy that you have been sharing with us has really touched me. I think that, you know, I come from a very small family, really. Uh, and so there's not a lot of people to share this with in my life. You know, some friends have been great, but... Um, and you know, <clears throat> I'm sitting right here <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you just sort of like something like this happens and you go, okay, it's a big deal to us, you know, and to, you know, obviously the people in this room and some friends and they, you know, there's been joy, but, but you don't get that. Like, I don't know in my, in my family, you know, my mom is overjoyed of course, but then outside of that, there's really nothing. So the flood of tweets from people who said they cried so many people mm-hmm. cried yeah it's they really had lift- trouble sleeping that night it really lifted me up it made Good, me yeah. feel like oh yeah this is a re- this is a really great thing and that's kind of what I, that is what i was feeling but it, to be able to have this extended group of people who don't even know me you know like say they were it was just really touching so i just want to thank you all me too mm. yeah it's been very moving oh do we have the hey i love you drop Listeners, hey, 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 I love you. We do. Um, let's hear the message from Greg. Hey, you guys, it's Greg. Uh, as you can probably tell, I am not there, and I'm really sorry I'm not there. Uh, but I am out in Vegas at the Electric Dance Festival which has been really crazy so far. It's only Monday, I'm here for a whole week, but like a hundred of the greatest EDM DJs are out here and it's gonna be nuts. So um, I'll be at the pool all weekend at the cabanas and then when my DJ's gone in the afternoons, I'll probably start dancing like about three or four and then you know, you know, Al, you know the way it is. I'll, I'll dance totally. till, you know, like in five in the morning. So. It's crazy. I'm actually going over to the Sunrise Cabana, Sunset or Sunrise Cabana now to see uh, Dead Mouse and a couple of my other favorite DJs. So I got to run. Have a great show, you guys. Um, and I will see you next week. Right. <laughs> um, so he's actually doing <laughs> shooting a pilot or something. Doing something like that. However, he did have a dance music or club music column in BAM, which is Bay Area Magazine, oh. many, many years ago. No so he way. does know this world. Okay. Yes. Is Dead Mouse a real DJ? I've been yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you say, I'm wait, totally hip. He do you wears know, a Jenna? Are you into DJs? Um, I just know a little bit more about DJs, I think, than Al does. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say. If you know anything. For sure. You know One of my friends is a DJ. Um, and I've sung songs for him before. So I just think by being friends with him on Facebook and seeing his stuff, I know more than I should. You would sing that. songs for him to mix into the 
DJ he, like, set? I would, uh, yeah, he would write songs for his yeah. mixes. Yeah. And then I would sing all the like licks. I don't know. What do you call them? The vocals? Yeah. Yeah. But it's That's just fun. like easy. You know, all the vocals are really simple for dance music. Usually. Right. But yeah, oh. I've sung lots Let's of Let's hear those. one. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Perfect. Our podcast song. That's one of his songs. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fun. So there's lyrics to that song. You just don't hear them. People have written in to say that the wiggle, 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 wiggle. It's hard to say. Is it L-F-M-A-O? Yes. Yeah. I've, yeah. Who? That song just, you know, it was the song of the summer like five years ago. I forgot about it. But yeah. They had more than one song, that group? Huh. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Al, have you heard of Paul Oakenfold? No. Oh. Well, that sounds familiar, but no. Okay. Yes. La 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 la. <laughs> I hate it. I oh. think we want to know what does Al know about DJs. He just hang on. We'd like to know what does Al know? Okay. Do you know anything about DJs? I don't think I know anything about. DJs. No. What does DJ stand for? Well, disc jockey. Say it again. Disc jockey. Okay. Yes. Yeah. What not, did not DJs? Disc I thought you said desk jockey for a second. Oh no no. Yeah. I would say disc jockey. What do they do? They they well it depends. I mean I think back in the day they used to actually scratch the actual records to make the noises and you know change it up. Okay. But nowadays it's more of like they're matching beats per minute and mashing up songs. To I keep, feel like, to drop keep, a like the flow yeah. of the whole. Well, I used to DJ like dances for with, like church stuff, right? Church dances, but that with was records? like throw on the throw on the uh, Oh Sherry by uh, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> uh, I know that song. From the guy. that doesn't help you though. <laughs> it was just more with like MP3s were just coming out. Okay, and so I just would have like my laptop and all these MP3s, right. and I would mix them together and really, really terrible clean music. It was. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Would you do the one headphone on thing while you were? Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. It was great because I had to go to these dances because they were like church dances, mm-hmm. and my mom was like in charge of them, and so I was like forced to go. But they never had good DJs, so I was like, "Well, I'll DJ so that way I don't have to dance." And so if someone came up and said, "Hey, can uh, can we dance together?" I'd be like, oh, "I got to play the next song." <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> and that's how I lived most of Alan, my teen years. High demand from so, all the ladies at church. Yeah. It would happen once per night. This is the same person every time. <laughs> Was it that the woman who did, did the secret Facebook page about you? That was in college. Oh. That was in college that that happened. Yeah. Uh, so no. No. That's not still up? Oh, it's still up. Oh, it's still there. Yeah, I went and checked on it the other yeah. day. It's still there. Uh, They're the secret best photos. photos. It's very, very awkward. Are there, are there a lot of comments? So for first-time listeners, <laughs> uh, this is, must be a very weird show, <laughs> but um, Al had a f- suitor, a lady who was into him in college, who took some photos that he didn't know about of him leading seminars and things? No, Candid this was, no. I was just, just talking with somebody in like a common room. <laughs> and this girl, like I knew that she had a crush on me, but she wouldn't talk to me. Mm-hmm. And because I was like leader of this group and she like had joined the group, but she wouldn't speak to me directly. How did you know she had a crush on you? People would tell me and oh. you, sometimes you just know like... Okay. Uh, like I think this. Chick- a lot of church dances, there's like that one person who just sort of stands near you but never talks to you. I, I had like one that of those too. Me. Yeah, yeah. 
You're hoping that you'll just end up dancing together. By yeah, accident. exactly. <laughs> they just stand like you always can see him out of the yeah. peripheral, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. continue. So then, then one of her friends just said like, like messaged me privately and said, hey, like, I don't know if you know this, but there's like these pictures of you in an album <laughs> and I don't think you know about it. And she like sent me the link. So I went in there and it's like captioned like, ooh, this is a really good picture. Of him. <laughs> ooh, I couldn't really get it. I couldn't get close enough, but this is pretty good. And I felt like, like what am I like a lion at the safari? Like, what is this? I want to know it really uh, what weird. the site is and have your, the fans just flood no. it so that she gets no. all these emails. Like, no. no, it would be so bad. She, yeah. I feel like she's a fragile one. Yeah, yes. she is. And, yeah. and since then, I think You're she's so nice. It's, it's on. You're <laughs> evil. I thought you were nice. It's definitely on. It was on Facebook. Um, I didn't. Consider but we're not that she friends was. anymore because uh, she, I think, unfriended me when I last time I looked. We well, got uh, married. Uh, What's the point? Yeah, I mean, well, I just think it would be funny if people posted on the wall new candidates of <laughs> So wait, though. Here's the interesting thing. I just hit the microphone. Excuse me. She was posting these photos so that her friends could see them. Which suggests that she has a lot of friends, which is um, not what I would expect from hearing this story. Yeah, I mean, she she was a nice person. I I think, um, I mean, in in college, this is sound. This is going to sound weird, but like I was in charge of a of a student organization of like fifteen hundred kids or college kids, I guess. So it's like I was running a lot of stuff and a little like larger than life kind of personality, kind of getting people excited about. Like college, cool stuff, <laughs> and so she probably. I mean, if you're shy, like mm-hmm. I was, like kind of a mover and a shaker, and doing things gotcha. like 22 hours a day. You're so self-deprecating. So, you're, 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 you're like she didn't like me. She just liked my position. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and so it's like it was just weird. She's drawn to you. Yeah. So I mean, she was really nice and a sweet girl, but like. I just think she was, I don't know if she was like, you didn't know what Facebook was back then. Like that. It was like a public forum. Yeah. Right. And these albums are, I can go to them right now and it's just really weird. I'm like holding my like college math textbook, talking to someone. It was really, is the, see, I want to know what the albums are called, but I don't want anyone. I don't want people to find them. If you told me what they're called, would people oh, find them? No, it, I mean, they're totally like unidentifiable. It's just like, Friends from 2001 or whatever. <laughs> Friend from 2001. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's mixed in with like puppy dogs and other oh, okay. people. And then there's like f- this block of like eight photos of me randomly. Oh, this yeah. isn't like a fan page. No, it's not a fan page. Oh, I, thought, was I was like, thinking like this was like she created a oh, whole no. she fan She just has page. an album of uh, pictures no, of them. Yeah. And this is very like this. That's why this girl said like she or her friend right. emailed me and said like, I don't think you know this is there. Right. But this exists. You should probably know about it. I thought someone created like a website. No. <laughs> pictures no. of I'm going pictures to though, and then I'm going to go get the pictures <laughs> that and create happen. the blog spot. Oh my God. Yeah. This Mormon is Alan Moss, one of the sexiest known essential Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need to ask something. I brought this up on another episode too. There's a couple things that might come up on more than one episode. Looking at everyone's gardening pictures, are, it's giving me gardening FOMO. <sighs> I do not garden. I have a plant which uh, was dying, and now I've brought it back from the brink of death, which makes yeah. me feel very power, more powerful than... Because you you're pregnant. Yeah. You're creating life. That's yeah. right. You're like the real Melisandre of gardening. <laughs> I don't even watch Game of Thrones, but mm-hmm. I know that that is a Game of Thrones reference. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, quick tangent. Speaking of television... 
I'm in love with Silicon Valley. It's I've great. been in love with it for a while, but I'm that even more in love so with it. Amazing. Do it's you? Great. I haven't watched I'm it. I guess you don't. Al, you'd like it. Expressions. Yeah. You would like it, Al, wouldn't he? No. I think yes. I've seen like some so. clips of it. And it's it looked, really funny. It cool. It's so that funny. is one I'd like to get into. Yes. The only thing that bums me out about it is that there's a recurring theme in it of the people in power are just kind of all idiots and kind of in love with the smell of their own farts mm-hmm. and it just reminds me of show business too much so yeah <laughs> it's yeah. a little depressing mm-hmm. but i think it's, it's funny mm-hmm. silicon valley might be like that a little yeah, like yeah, show yeah. business so. yeah it is but it just it just yeah. makes me depressed for reality yes, yes. yes. <laughs> too close to home so gardening i follow so many people or everyone in the world is gar- I don't know if it's everyone or if it's just people I follow, but so many people are like, here's my zucchini, or look, here's my tomatoes, or here's my this. Yeah. Jenna is one of them. I am, yeah. <laughs> Could you tell me, am I missing out? What does gardening do for you, et cetera? Um, I, this is the first time I've successfully grown anything, and I've tried to garden several times. Okay. Um, this is, it's just going extremely well. I don't know if it is because now I have a child, I'm just better at being consistent at taking care of things or something, <laughs> because before I would just forget about it completely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I love it, and it takes very minimal amount of my day, which I also think I like about it. Mm-hmm. And then last night, I was like, hey, do you want some guacamole with your food, honey? And I had everything. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have cilantro. Just kidding. I have a garden full of cilantro. <laughs> so I went outside and pulled some cilantro and it was That's amazing. Great. So now I'm, I'm like, this is incredible, Al. Yeah. We need more land to grow more things. So I never have to go to the grocery store. So now I have like a whole list of things I want to grow. Mm. But we have... we. In like a week, we will have zucchini for you guys. There's oh there's so much zucchini on That's its awesome. way. I can't wait to bring you some. Yeah. We just bought a horse and a plow as well. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. I do have this dream of having chickens one day since I eat a lot of eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh. that seems uh, <laughs> impractical in an apartment. <laughs> in an apartment. But uh, I know people in, in, in L.A. that have chickens. One or two chickens are yeah. pretty manageable. They don't, they don't take I told you. Food. I worked with a guy who had chickens yeah. and his girls, he called them. <laughs> yeah. And he would bring in eggs for people who wanted them. Was so that wild. at? Alchemy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, goodbye to those eggs. You didn't. I brought them back for you and you didn't. I, okay. Look. Didn't think it was going to come to this. I appreciated the eggs. Um, I was not eating yolks at that time. So I appreciate more the rubbery texture of the eggs that you buy that are hard-boiled. You didn't want nice, fresh, healthy. Orange yolk, healthy eggs. eggs. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I still I still like the rubbery texture of the ones in a bag. But um, I also want to have chickens one day. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> It's it's very empowering. Is that is that the appeal? I don't know. It's, there's something really cool about watching the progress of it too. Mm-hmm. Like every day, Sam and I go out and water the garden together. She has no idea what we're doing, but I feel like we're bonding. <laughs> and um, like every day, it's like, oh my gosh! Suddenly, there's like a little new strawberry growing, or oh look at that tomato! It's finally getting bigger, and so it is kind of exciting. And we're growing mm-hmm. pumpkins. That's oh. exciting. I cannot wait to see what happens there because that plant is like exploding right now. That's do exciting. you? Um, go to a store and buy seeds and do stuff with soil. This is how little I know about it. <laughs> so we did. We bought the plants, so they were already started. Oh, we I didn't see. do st- 
straight from seed. But um, yeah, we did buy some good soil because we weren't sure how the soil was in the little, because we have a little plot that's like Mm -hmm. specifically for a garden. So we just dug it up a lot and then put new soil on and then planted and I just water it every day. It's really not hard. Hmm. I'm surprised how easy it's been so far. I feel like growing up, there was always some kind of stress with like something's eating my tomatoes because my parents were, you know, there was always something Mm -hmm. that was eating their tomatoes. Yes. And my mom doesn't grow anything because in Utah, she has that part. She has too many deer that walk through her backyard. And so, but yeah, a lot of people say that. So far, some feral cat. Yeah, the cat's fine. Um, Some, there are birds like the strawberries. Mm -hmm. So I fear we probably won't get very many because of the birds. Get a BB gun. (laughs) That was, that is a solution that, uh, my brothers resorted to once in Utah. Didn't they really? Yeah, they shot a. They were trying to shoot a woodpecker with a BB gun because it was pecking at my mom's house, but they were unsuccessful. So um, they just shot a bunch of holes in the shingles. Pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it was way worse in the end. Um, but my grandpa was a farmer, mm-hmm. so my mom knows tons and tons of stuff about gardens, and so I just call her if I have a question, and she like knows everything. That's awesome. And Al, mm-hmm. are you involved in this? Uh, I had to dig everything up. He dug out. He did all the, <laughs> like, yeah, really, like the hard work part of it. I'd want to grow then, basil and mint because yeah. those are two things. Those. Yeah, because those are things I'd use mint. a lot. Jenna just, just lit up and yeah. I think lifted in her seat a little bit. I'm she so, was so excited. excited. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> basil and mint. I think yeah. you can grow, did you say you can grow those indoors? Uh, I think you can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've grown basil indoors. It gets pretty big too. Yeah, hmm. basil and mint are like high success rate. Yeah. You can't really fail. Mm-hmm. I think too, like uh, since like for those who grow up, grew up in cities or suburbs, you kind of feel like you're so far detached from the natural source of food. That at least for me, I feel like, wow, Earth is so amazing, and like uh, for, for like the last two years, that spot was just like this dusty old like terrible spot and then we dug it up we watered it we put new soil in and then it gave us like all this great stuff and you kind of feel like this is amazing yeah like the connection to where it came from but we're close to a sprouts right that's (laughs) That's true that's true that's like the source that's the source we do see where it comes from (laughs) meanwhile um i gave daniel what he refers to as a brocade which was this zen garden yeah with these little succulent plants in it and like a thing of bamboo or something yeah <clears throat> excuse me that we have in our office we've never watered it i watered it a little once <laughs> how <laughs> spat on it sprinkled water on it well th- <laughs> i looked up how to water succulents and you're not supposed to you're not supposed to do only a little water you got to really drench it. i don't understand why but you have to like drench it and let all the water run through if you're going to water it because if you just do a little bit i don't know what it does something bad Makes it more thirsty, probably. I guess. (laughs) But it's in this wood box and it doesn't have any drain holes. You're not probably not supposed to water it then. Well, but I think you got to water them at some point. I watched a YouTube video. I have no idea. It's they're dying. I mean, slowly. I don't know what to do with plants. I just look at them and go, I just shrug. I just go, I don't know. You're (laughs) sorry. But that's the joy of it, too. Like the other day, I have all these green onions that grew, and I'm like, wait a minute. To enjoy these green onions, I have to pull the whole thing out. So then you just get one and done green onions. Oh, no. I watched a YouTube video. You just cut it off, put the bulb back in the dirt, and they grow back. Bulbs are kind of amazing like that. And it, yeah. I, I've already done it, and there's new green onions coming. And it's like, holy cow. This That's was so good. easy. And I all I had to do was just like take three minutes and look it up. And it was like, oh, okay. Do you have a favorite plant? 
my zucchini plants are my favorite right now because there there's just so many zucchini like there's probably 10 little baby zucchinis about to just really go for it awesome yeah it's pretty exciting mm-hmm. let's I'm trying to think what we should there's so many things i want to there's too many things i want to get to um but let's let's do itunes what <laughs> poor jeff jeff is just like <laughs> he know he's like no trying idea. to he's just trying to be ready he just doesn't know just, it's something anything <laughs> let's do itunes comment of the week Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. A major source of comfort in a tough moment by Fanzellino. Okay, this one feels like it's going to be a bit of a bummer, but I swear it's super flattering for all of you. So if you're up for some real Oscar bait complexity flavored smoke to be blown up your butts, the Mormon friendly term, despite the overall sentiment, you're welcome, Al. Press on. I have very specific habits when it comes to the show. I like a lot of podcasts, but this is my favorite and the one I cherish most. The Tuesday episodes get spent on my commute, kind of wild, willy, willy, nilly, but the Thursday episodes are reserved and carefully budgeted for me to fall asleep to throughout the week. This isn't a great plan because I always stay up late laughing in bed and inevitably give myself just five more minutes after the sleep timer confiscates the keys of my ears. So I hear from you guys every night. This week I'm on a vacation to Chicago. On the way over here, on my first stop, I got a call that my mom had fallen down and hurt her head. Long, stressful story short, she's fine and didn't want me to cut my trip short and didn't even want me to find out that it happened. Mom's... Right, Greg? So I'm enjoying my trip, but it's kind of looming in the back of my head the whole time. Cut to today. I get I get home from a great day. Uh, oh, a great day out with some family and return to my Airbnb in Hyde Park. Al, tell them about Hyde Park. Oh, I will. Don't you worry. And we set off the security alarm and it was super jarring. And the police came and I got some texts about my mom's status that weren't great. And I had a full-on anxiety attack and felt a craving for the sweet, cold embrace of death. But after all the dust settled and everything was in real was in reality completely fine, I laid down to go to I laid down down to bed, knowing my mom was okay, exhale, and that I wasn't in trouble for breaking and entering. I got the gift of my precious Thursday episode. To listen to just 15 minutes, I promise of this show was a welcome chunk of home and routine, and it completely dissipated what was left of the hornet's nest vibrating in my chest. So thank you for the regular, predictable combination of light and humor and just enough of your own stress to, to solicit a tug on my collar. Once in a while, even a yesh that somehow manages to, to evolve and stay fresh week to week. I think it's a yeesh. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. Even on the rare occasion, a story gets retold, you guys never feel stale. Jenna... You always make just kidding. Mm. I think Zen. it's the story. Maybe the story you always say. I'm not sure. We're having a Zen moment. Those types of reviews always come across as weird, and you can totally tell when the writer plays favorites with you guys, and that makes me hella uncomfortable. This show is a tour de force in the roundtable talk show world, and hopefully now a little more. You'll feel just how it's appreciated. 
Cheers, guys. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much for that nice comment. Um, Al, thank you for uh, probably damaging your eyes reading these comments because the font is very, very small. I know. I don't know how to print it out in a way that's not damaging to your cones and rods. I Um, loved it. Otherwise, it's like on three pages. So, you guys, Al is potentially harming himself for you. It's worth it. Now, this person brought up an interesting point. Um, When he or she... We don't know, do we? Mm-mm. Said Jenna and then said, just kidding. And said those kinds of reviews where, pe- where people single people out and play favorites always make me uncomfortable. I never find them uncomfortable. <laughs> and maybe that's because I'm being complimented. <laughs> sort of like I can be in a room and someone can go up to someone else and just like flatter the shit out of them and tell them a whole bunch of lies. And I'm like, that person is so they're just buttering the person up they're full Mm -hmm. of shit however when anyone pays me a compliment it like sounds very genuine to me and i just appreciate it (laughs) you're real good at taking compliments thank you so much thank you for recognizing that thank you that makes Mm -hmm. me feel good um okay so uh i invited listeners to send in some questions and I thought we could do an advice segment. Now, if you're listening and you're like, hey, I sent in a question, I don't hear it. We did some of these questions on the Greg Fitzsimmons episode, which has not aired yet. But I say we do a couple advice questions and we have a repurposed song. When we ask, they send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for Right. This one is from Will. I am just a few months from graduating veterinary school, and after years of study, the thought of actually practicing is frightening to me. As an intern, I have absolutely seen the dirty side to this career, and I'm definitely not talking about poop, piss, and blood. I'm from Australia, and here veterinarians are paid very little. We start out on just over half the average Australian salary. We work absurd hours and have to deal with the constant threat of lawsuits and unpaid bills. Adding to this, I have seen that this job can become more monotonous than I had anticipated, with many vaccinations and the same routine procedures filling days. This last aspect is particularly scary, as I really enjoy challenging myself and growing as a person. A final hurdle for me is that I will be 22 when I graduate. I bet you wouldn't feel fantastic about entrusting Wendy to someone who is and looks that young. So finding a job might not be a fruitful venture. In response to this relatively new fear, I have three pathways on my mind. First, pursue medicine, another four years of school. I don't think human medicine is my sole food, but I can see myself enjoying an appropriate salary lifestyle and challenging my mind. Although I am fairly sure monotony can be found here, can it be found everywhere? Although our government government subsidizes our education and provides interest-free loans for the remainder, so finances are not a huge restriction. Second, pursue a residency and specialize. This would steer me away from traditional practice and allow me, excuse me, to continue learning. I find pathology particularly fascinating and can see myself doing this, although you do not get to interact with living animals. So there is that somber fact. Third, not make a decision until I try being a veterinarian. I have always adored animals and the human-animal bond. That is why five-year-old me declared I was to be a vet. For the longest time, I believed I was one of the luckiest people in the world, knowing that my job matched my passion and I would be able to do what I love. I still believe this. However, recent experiences have knocked the cherry from on top of my cake. 
So that is it. I would be interested in your opinion on this. I think what it boils down to is what aspect in a career makes one most happy, financial comfort, feeding my soul, or growing my mind. Cheers, Will. Um, Okay, this is an interesting and a good question. My first react, well, I want to answer the idea of entrusting Wendy to a 22-year-old. I would actually be okay with that. Um, I feel like young people are the ones who are often up on the latest stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you were a doctor, it'd be a different story. That's not true, actually. Our doctors are younger than us, I think, some Mm -hmm. of them. Um, So the age thing, excuse me, that's actually not, that's not quite an issue. But my first reaction when hearing this is you are nearing the end of school and all of a sudden all these anxieties are coming up because that's just a naturally scary time. And it would be a shame if instead of doing the thing that you've wanted to do since you were five, you let your fears about what it's going to be like make you change your course. I think it would be better, even though maybe you're right. Maybe you're right that there's all these reasons why you shouldn't do it and why you're going to be unhappy doing it. I think it would be better to try it and see Mm -hmm. because you can always decide to go into medicine or to specialize. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is my, my reaction is, don't let fear uh, force your hand here because you don't actually know yet. What do you guys think? I agree with that. I think that um, the first thing you have to understand is how young you are. And (laughs) it's like you can do this for a few years and if it doesn't work out, pivot and still have a lot of time. My grandfather went to law school when he was 40 and he retired as a lawyer. Like you can... So so I wouldn't worry too much. Uh, you've studied this long. I would say go for it. The other thing too is like I think a, too much is too much is placed on like you have to love your job. Like look, anything that you do, even if it's your passion, at some point becomes a grind. Like whatever you can think of that would be so amazing when you're doing it every day and you're, it's like it's a fucking grind. So just because it's work. And you're doing, you end up doing whatever it is. So I would say, give it a go, and you know, try not to worry about what you fear might happen, and just let it be what it is. And if you decide it's not working out, you can shift. You can pivot. I agree with that. And like, I mean, a lot of times too, wherever you interned, number one, interns don't get treated very well. Uh, residents don't get treated very well. Um, you're still kind of low person on the totem pole, and each practice is going to be different. Mm-hmm. So I think it's your your opportunity to figure out, do you like um, like domestic pet animal care or do you like farm animal care? Like I always watch the show Dr. Pole. I don't know if you've ever seen this I've show. I've never seen mm-hmm. this. It's amazing. He's like this, he's from like Poland or somewhere, but he, he's an immigrant. He's been in the US for, I don't know, 50 years. But this guy like lives up in Michigan and just supports the farmers and is all about like, cattle veterinarian service but this guy's amazing like is this just, on uh, animal Canada? i think it i think it originated on animal planet but it, now it's One on netflix and maybe nat geo national geographic mm-hmm. but he like he just goes in like he can reach into a cow and just feel how far along that cow is in terms of pregnancy and to i would the, like to see him try it on me to the day he'll just go in it's wow like 28 days and then you're like okay next cow goes in Three months, you know, like boom, 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 because they sell these cows to like China or other other countries so that they can produce. They want to buy a pregnant um, heifer or cattle or whatever mm-hmm. so that they can, you know, 
Wow. Uh, he's this, he's, just, this he's amazing. Yeah, it's really gross. So his, his kind of thing was cool because he was saying like, I wanted to do this type of practice because I wanted to support the farmers. I know they don't make a lot of money, but they're the backbone of our country and blah, blah, blah. And so you got to figure out what you want, what you want to like be a part of and then be be in that group that uh, that has that passion for it. How does a cow get to China? <laughs> boat. I guess on a boat. Yeah. I or, guess I mean that makes sense. It just seems like a long journey part, for a well, cow. Well, that's part of what their that's part of what their deal is. They'd say like we don't want anything over 28 days pregnant or, you know, 37 days pregnant because it takes 3 months to get here and we don't want problems on the way. Right. You know, whatever it is. It's really cool. Yeah, this so, guy's amazing. So, Although the first episode, they can be very real life, mm-hmm. like like Vanderpump. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't even get me started on Vanderpump. <laughs> I have I have a bone to pick with you guys oh, really? after this. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yes. Um, with her, not me. No. <laughs> listen, listen, you, number one subscriber to Straight yes, Up with Saucy. Seriously, <laughs> you're the seriously. one that knocked the first domino over, honey. I did. It's um. Anyway, I agree with all of what you said. Go and find and stick with it for a while. I really think it's important that you try it because you may love it. And you're you're right. Twenty two. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, come on, that's awesome. Plus, it's like your experience might be colored by people who are jaded or mm-hmm. their experience of it. And I would just say, plug into what you know drew you to it in the first place and try to stay connected to that. Um, and it can. I don't know. There's so much flexibility with everything. You, you you never know where it might lead you. Yeah. I would also say, I liked what Allison said about not letting your fear make the decision for you now. So in that sense, I would say stick with it and actually do the work to see whether or not you like it. I think I think the fact that you have an inkling that it's not what you thought it was, that's very real. But mm-hmm. don't jump the gun on it. But I would also say... Don't be afraid to kick out the plug if you think it's not right for you. Um, nobody's great at cutting their losses, but when you can cut your losses and move on when something's not working for you, you almost always have a better outcome. Yeah, uh, It's not something I'm great at or anybody's great at, but that's that's a good move. And then in terms of what makes you happy or what makes a job good, I mean, Daniel, I think will attest to this. There's what you do, and then there's where you work and who you work with. Mm-hmm. So there's a thing that you can do, and you say, oh, I like this thing that I'm doing. But if you work with a bunch of crappy people at a crappy company, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine what you're Yeah. None of us about. can. Yeah. <laughs> See if you can. Yeah, exactly. So who you work with and how you get treated is means a lot. And for me, at my age, I know that I talk to my friends about work and career a lot, and, and now... The thing we say is like, it's not really the thing that you're doing so much as you want to work somewhere where you're getting treated well. More oh, yes. People are decent to you. And, and you feel like, like, you feel appreciated. Yeah, that's a huge thing right. too. Yeah. So that's, that's a huge thing. So it's not really the thing that you want to do. Yeah. And then the other thing too is that, you know, it's cool that you say, oh, I wanted to be a vet since I was five. But a lot of times you want to be something when you're young or even when you're starting college and you get into it and it's just not what you thought mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And I can say that for myself, you know, having gone to school for film production and then working in it in production and I did it. But when I came out to LA, it was like, oh, this is this is really a grind and it's really, mm-hmm. they're just going to grind you into dust working you 12 hour days and you're really not going to get a lot for it. Yep. 
it just wasn't what I thought it was. And so mm-hmm. I, I wound up doing something different and it was, it was a difficult thing to do. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, don't be afraid to pivot. And, and to what Daniel said about being 22, you work your whole life and you're like, Oh, I'm going to get out of college. I'm going to do this thing. And you think like, man, this is, this is it. This is, this is my one chance. Like, no, you have so many chances mm-hmm. left. This mm-hmm. being 22 is like, you have, you're, yeah. You could change career ten times. Yep. I was really lucky when I because when I was a kid, I wanted to be a podcaster, and here I am, and I like <laughs> yeah. it. I have fun doing it. So, but don't you know? You don't want to. You know, I think that's so true that you have so many chances to do whatever it is. Like even this thing that we all grew up hearing that you only have one chance to make a first impression, which literally is true. But I don't think I've ever held. I don't think I've ever made my opinion about someone be entirely or even at all based on my first right. impression. Right. You only have one chance to make a first impression. But, but you have right. a million chances Genesis. to make other impressions. Or yeah. if you have a box full of fake mustaches and stuff, you could come back That's and true. make a second first impression <laughs> yeah. if the first one didn't work out. Or wigs. But yes. I'm, trying to, I'm sure there's people where I've had a negative... Re- I know where I've had a negative reaction the first time and then I'm like, oh, I was wrong about that person. I feel like or every character person. in Vanderpump rules. Okay, yeah. So right? what's your bone to pick? <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't, come, they don't become great people later. Yeah, but you That's don't true. like them at all at first and then suddenly Correct. you've yes. watched suddenly four you, seasons. Suddenly yeah. you care. Crazy. Yeah. Now, I have not continued my Vanderpump journey because... You guys showed me that all these things are on Hulu. Are you watching on Hulu? Is that where yes. you watch Hulu Vanderpump? through season three? Season right. Four is so you guys showed me Vanderpump. I watched a few episodes and then I'm like, wait, I need to know more about Lisa mm-hmm. Vanderpump. Oh, no. You oh, did not go down that I have all. started. Oh, no. We didn't the do that. The Real Housewives we of Beverly that. Hills. No, and God, I've watched, sorry, I watched a full so season bad. this weekend oh, and I'm I am so like. Sorry. <laughs> So obsessed and addicted, and I cannot look away from them. And Lisa is so fascinating. The bigger problem here is that when Jenna watches <laughs> like Gilmore Girls, Jenna just watches Gilmore Girls. But with this Beverly Hills thing, it's like, Alan, did you know? Hey, hey, Alan, <laughs> no. hey, let me tell you about this person. Do you know I, what they did? I'm like, I don't care what they did. I don't care. I don't know. But it's care. amazing. There's like, <laughs> it is the most. It's so fascinating to me. So now I'm like, what have you guys done to me? Well, I see, cannot I stop. This is interesting because I made Daniel promise early on that I wouldn't let him do this. But I never promised that I wouldn't. Jenna, should I get into it? Oh my it? gosh, do it. Please. Okay. <laughs> I need someone to talk to so bad about this. It is so insane and there's so much money and it's incredible. All right. I can't. I've been thinking about it on and off during this podcast. Like, it's so in my head right now that I literally was like, what? How many episodes do you think Uh, I could watch tonight and function tomorrow? Yeah. So is um, is Lisa Vanderpump likable? Yes. She's likable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's very likable, but she she definitely um, feels a little bit like the puppet master. Like she knows what's going on Mm -hmm. in everyone's life, but oftentimes pretends that she doesn't. And I also think she talks a lot off camera yeah. to sort of make things happen. Right. Interesting. Yeah. She's a, she's I have impressive. a new show. I yeah. like her. She I like the way she runs her businesses. 
Did you say she's oppressive? She's impressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she seems, she does actually seem like a nice person. And she by far has the best marriage and family life out mm-hmm. of every single one of them. She's, a, it's good. She to, has swans. If you want to watch her and how she manages people and how she manages her business, I think it's actually a pretty good example of the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. The way, how involved she is and how she, she's she tough. Is, yeah, she is very involved. It's surprising. Yeah. She, she, she rides that line where she's tough, but she'll, she cares, but not too much. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I can see this <laughs> sideways obsessed. look of mad skepticism in Al's face. Like, <laughs> don't you try and sucker me into this with tales of person. I don't buy it. Personnel management. Oh, and, and the I'm, best thing is when she's talking about time management and when she's talking about how to like manage your inbox. She loves it. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh, there's I will a whole. Not adopt any Vanderpump <laughs> Vander business practices. Watch Al come in with a PowerPoint for his staff. It's like got Lisa Vanderpump. Guys. It's all purple and pink. And <laughs> opening a restaurant. We're calling she- it Nor. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> What's Nor stand for? North as opposed to Sur. Which no, Sur is Spanish for something. No, Sur is Spanish for sexy uh, yeah, unique restaurant. restaurant. Unique no, restaurant, yeah. This is going to be new or real restaurant <laughs> nor you have to guess whether it's new or real <laughs> Ooh, fun game <laughs> new or real um hubba hubba i'm trying to think of what could be some categories on new or real moss pump oh rules. Ooh, breasts <laughs> that's oh, yeah. the only one that works oh yeah that's a yeah. good one that's a good one for that show. That's <laughs> almost the only one <laughs> i think it's the only one yeah. good job on it um what else could it be I think that is the only one that works. Although and new, plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all about plastic surgery. Just, so yeah. someone comes Just by and you go, new or real? I'll get into it. Season one's short. It's only like okay. 13 episodes. Catch up with me tomorrow evening. I will have seen all of them. Okay, let's take another question. And now when Jeff was talking about don't be afraid to pivot or pull the plug on something, it made me... Uh, there was another question I was going to do, but I pulled this one to the Look top. Look at that. You pivoted. I did. Hi, Allison and gang. My name is Candice. I'm 19 years old and I'm from Montreal. I'm in a pretty good place in most areas of my life right now. I have a healthy relationship with my family and boyfriend. I'll be starting a journalism major at university in the fall. I have a part-time job and I'm generally happy. Unfortunately, I've been having a lot of friendship issues lately. Although I've made lots of new friends in CEGEP, which I'm assuming is... um, something Canadian. My two best friends from high school and I <laughs> my two best friends from high school and I have been having a lot of problems. We lead very different lives now. I'm continuing with school and they've begun working in hairstyling and makeup artistry. So we have almost opposite schedules. They also go out a lot, do some drugs here and there, smoke recreationally, have a lot of boy issues, etc. And I tend to be more of a drama-free homebody. I'm not a total square or anything, and I like to have fun, but their actions have become a bit excessive for me. We've all changed a lot, are at different points in our lives, and have different goals, but I still value... But I have still valued them as friends throughout all of these changes. Recently, however, they've been really horrible to me, talking about me behind my back, excluding me from plans, sending me rude text messages, and accusing me of not prioritizing them over other aspects of my life. It's the kind of stuff that I really just don't have the time or patience for anymore. They've become a really toxic energy. I've made lots of new healthy friendships. I have a solid romantic relationship, and I have school to focus on. So obviously, I haven't been prioritizing these two girls over people 
who are influencing my life in a positive way. Instead of supporting me in my endeavors, it feels like they're trying to tear me down. I guess my main questions for you guys are, is there any way to save this friendship or is it time to let it go? How do I pull away from these toxic negative friendships without the fear of being judged or feeling guilty? Help me, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F, please. How do I deal with toxic friends? Is it okay to end a friendship like this? Um. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I think all yes. of us are going to say yes. I, I want to go out on a limb and say you're doing nothing wrong. Yeah. You're doing nothing wrong. There are people in your life, especially around that age, that they don't want to grow up and it's still fun to be into drugs and be fucked up all the time. But man, that stuff is going to wear so thin with mm-hmm. every passing year and people like that will want to draw you into their decaying orbit. And they do not like it when you don't want anything right. to do with them and they'll they'll stab out at you like this to try and draw you into it. just mm-hmm. walk away the fact that they're treating you in a cruddy way look at i am so clean right now <laughs> i know i was it's cruddy. crazy <laughs> i don't say cruddy the fact that they're treating you <laughs> in this less than ideal way is the part that kind of made me yeah push made me be like yeah it's okay to, to no longer continue these friendships because well, look, my actual reaction when reading it was like, oh, life's too short. But I think that I tend to be non-confrontational and I kind of, if something is upsetting me, I don't want to deal with it always. So I w- f- sort of want to push against that and say, they've been your friends for a long time. Maybe it's worth seeing if there's any way you can salvage the relationship if you want. But it just, they it doesn't sound like they would be open to what I think is necessary for a true friendship, which is for you to express how you feel, to say, this is how what you're doing makes me feel. Like, it doesn't sound like they care about that. If you think that they do, if you think, if you want to, and you think that they would be open, probably separately, to having a heart-to-heart, then I would say go for it. But it just sounds like... But why? I said if she wants. Well, if she I mean, wants to give it a go before... Yeah. She's already giving she it a go. She didn't do it. Yeah, that's they're, true. They're we'll salvage her a hard time. It. It's like if, if, if I'm hearing it and this is accurate, she didn't do anything but just live her life. That's true. Her, if they are having a problem... Well, they feel hurt that they don't feel like she's prioritizing them. But that's then again, their problem. When I did that, problem, yeah, I in high school, I had a friend who got upset that I was spending time with other friends and that's I... A- that's not what friends do. See, here's, exactly. And yeah. so I, I had to distance myself from her because I was like, this person wants my, she wants my whole world to be just her mm-hmm. as opposed to being happy that I have, I'm making friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of finishing high school is that you're done with it and you can decide to change and go to university and make new friends and discover a new side of yourself and become a different person because... High school, and Al and I, we've talked about this in our podcast because we've had people write in things like this, and it's like high school in the moment feels like everything and the most important thing. And then when you leave it, you realize like that was just a really small drop in the rest of my life. And so I think, you know, you can, I would, and it sounds like I would remain kind to them, friendly toward them, but man, if they're dragging you down, I think it's totally fine to just realize that your life's moving in a different direction and that's okay. And that's probably a really great thing because it sounds like your life is pretty awesome right now. I agree. Friends, well friends, if you're really friends, will allow their friends to change. 
Correct. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a situation where you're you have a friend who is not okay with something and they're just flip flip it in your mind and say, What if the roles were reversed? How would I behave? What do I think is okay? If you know, like in this situation, if your friends were uh, not doing what you wanted them to do, would you shut them out? Would you talk shit about them or would you be fine with it? And if mm-hmm. you'd be fine with it, so their behavior isn't okay. That's how, you know, they're mm-hmm. not the ones that are being fair to you. So let it go. Yeah. And it sounds like she has a lot going on and she's mm-hmm. very happy. She has good relationships in her life. She's involved in CJEP, which is something. Yeah, CJEP. You got to, <laughs> CJEP is important for the metric a? system. <laughs> so you got good things going on. You're happy and healthy. Stick to your knitting and your weirdo friends, it'll solve itself. You know, just stick to the good things in your life and either they're they're coming along for the ride or they're not. Mm. And it'll all sort itself out. You uh, have to worry and about don't it. let yourself feel guilty. Yeah, yeah. You have nothing to feel guilty yeah, about. I agree. You guys were really good at giving advice. We're amazing. We're so <laughs> yeah. Thank God all of our lives are so together. Especially. <laughs> that was uh, delightful. We will do more questions on future shows. Let's do snack chat. Wow. That was, Al, okay. do you know sign language? <laughs> during this, during the song. So on the table right now there are Oreo lemon thins, Oreo blueberry pie and mango JoJo's. These are things that Jenna brought. You did a Jenna tries with yes, them, right? Yes, for my Instagram account. Yeah, but these are fruity cookies. I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited at the fruity cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and me too. so's Nibelina. Um, but during the song, Al was saying to Jenna, Do you want to open them up? Do you want to open them up? Like very quietly when doing this, like sort hands. of like waving his hands, but sort of mouthing you want to open them up. It was kind of jazz handy, yes. too. Okay. And then it was very I could tell what he was saying, but Jenna, who's sitting next to him, was like, What? Al was, Al was whispering with his mouth and screaming with his body. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. Yes. So then Jenna said, what? And then he's like, do you want to open them up? It might be loud during the show. It was just, it was just amazing to watch all that no clue. No clue what he was saying. It was just, it's just Al trying to like make the show better and be polite and me going like, what? I don't get it. (laughs) No. I think, I think people understand snack chat is loud occasionally. Okay. So which one would you like to pass just one at a time pass around sure all right so mango jojo's by the way i saw those at trader joe's there is an explosion of things that are mango flavored all mango was it you that tweeted it jenna i talked about the mango taffy which i bought and was delicious but like the mango the the flavorologists came up with the mango flavor (laughs) gave it to trader joe's in bulk and now (laughs) it's fucking everything no it is they had mango salsa it's crazy mango butter mango i mean it's like it's outrageous Yeah, they find like a secret mango mango grove in the middle of the U.S. We're, like, yes. oh, we're getting all of them. A and mangrove. I am. I, I don't love the mango as much. I feel like it's it's too it's too much. It's kind mango. of peachy apricotty. It's kind of artificial tasting. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It almost is a little flowery. Like I don't know. That's what I thought. Now these are the blueberry pie Oreos. I like the color. They're kind of purpley and there's just uh, a big cookie. hunk of cream <laughs> right there. The cookie, is that there? darker? Than, I have no idea. Is the cookie darker than the normal vanilla cookies? Yes, I feel like they tried to make it look more like a pie crust. Yeah, like a pie crust. For other old people out there who may have had strawberry shortcake dolls, 
They uh-huh. smell like the Huckleberry doll. Yep. I believe his name was Huckleberry Blueberry. <laughs> oh, here's a story. So when I was a child, I liked to fall asleep holding someone's thumb. I, I liked to hold my mom or my dad or my brother's thumb um, when I was very little. It soothed me. It was very uncomfortable for them. <laughs> and then I apparently take my tiny baby finger and just like, like rub my tiny baby nail against their cuticle. And it was like very painful. And they all used to joke about how they wouldn't want to make a noise because I was finally falling asleep, but I was like ripping their finger up. <gasps> <laughs> Maybe they gave me too much power. Um, but anyway, when my mom was in the hospital, God, I haven't thought about this in a really long time. When my mom was in my hospital, Having my sister, my dad did not offer up his thumb. So he suggested instead I hold the thumb of my Huckleberry Strawberry Shortcake doll. And I just remember holding this tiny little (laughs) thumb being like, this is bullshit. Excuse (laughs) me. Like, my mom's not here. And Wait, he didn't think to give you like a carrot or something, like thumb shaped and size. Oh, I didn't think about a he carrot. Gave you the, he gave you the, the thumb of a tiny little doll. <laughs> he was tired. <laughs> like you just, it's like all it's about the thumb abuse, for right? you. It's just thumbs. It yeah. doesn't matter how, how big. Well, you, yeah, it's funny. I didn't, I mean, I was three. I didn't have any dolls that were bigger than They're just like this tiny girl's size. Got a weird thumb fetish. <laughs> I've never tried to hold your thumb in a weird way. No, you haven't. <laughs> Not that he knows of. Right, right. I'm over it. Sometimes I'll hold Wendy's paw. Those blueberry, pa- I th- th- those are really good. Okay, yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, the blueberry ones are good. I'm those into it. Really I didn't think I would be. Way into yeah. it. And these last ones, the Oreo thins, I would have to say might be my favorite. I hadn't ha- tried the thin version of the Oreo yet. And I don't know if I love the thin version, but I do love the flavor of the lemon. I'm, I'm excited. Jeff, you, you look disappointed by something in your mouth. Yeah, I got some of that blueberry. He always looks like that. <laughs> the seeds. Yeah, the blueberries. Uh, a little too much for you? It's, it's just both of them are kind of very fake tasting. Yes. Yeah. But I would say the blueberry is better than the Blueber- mango. Bl- blueberry is better than I was surprisingly disappointed in the mango. Yeah. I was okay with the mango. Maybe my taste buds are weird right now. Mm, they okay. are They are changing. Mm-hmm. Pregnancy does such weird things to your flavor palette. Yes, today I was really hungry for something in the middle of the day, which the, even that, normally I'm not hungry in the middle of the day because um, I eat at weird times. Uh, and then, so I microwaved this like Weight Watchers eggs with ham and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Because it really sounds like I was going to eat something else and then I'm like, no, I'm going to listen to my body and that really sounds good. This frozen full of preservatives thing is what I'm craving. And then I was sitting at my desk and it was in the microwave and the smell wafted in. And oh, I was no. like, oh my God. It was weird. <laughs> I went from craving to aversion within like a minute. Yeah. Hmm. Jenna, did you have crazy smells and cravings and aversions when you were pregnant? Um, nothing too crazy. There were definitely things I, bananas couldn't touch them till after pregnancy. Um, I really loved marshmallows. I just wanted to eat marshmallows all the time. Just plain ones. Mm-hmm. Just anytime. Oh, so good. Hot chocolate, mm-hmm. which I never drink, but I had it like every day. Hmm. Um, anything else too crazy? Uh, there tons were some of hamburger. Like- I just wanted red meat a lot, but I was anemic. So that was 
partially why. There were sometimes like you, we would open the fridge and you'd be like, "Oh, close that up! Just close <laughs> yes, it up." That's true. <laughs> and I'd be like, "Okay, all right, okay, okay." What smell was coming out of it? I I, know, it doesn't like, matter. It was like something's horrifying, and I can't handle it. Could it could be an onion. It could be like the doggy bag from the dinner we ate the night before. I mean, it doesn't matter. Does it's your just, sense of smell get more intense? Yes. yes. Hmm. Oh yeah. What is the biological reason for that? I don't. I don't know. I think your body, I don't know about like eating marshmallows for goodness sakes, but like, um, like the meat, I mean, sometimes it's just your body trying to figure out what it needs mm. or wants, I think, hmm. which is, I say, listen to your body. That's great advice. I mean, just do it. So I should have chocolate peanut butter cups for dinner when I get home tonight. Yes. For okay. the baby. It's for the baby. <laughs> I'm eating for two. What's weird is I read that it's common that women, um, lose their, taste for coffee and when i was on birth control pills in the past i would always lose my coffee craving but i have hmm. not lost it i've been i've been drinking half calf coffee just two cups because i'm allowed up to one cup a day so i some days i'll have one cup and some days i'll have two cups of this half calf coffee but um it doesn't taste gross to me i hope it does at a certain point that would be easier mm-hmm. yeah i i yeah, I don't know. I didn't drink Diet Coke when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I drank like you. I would be like, okay, I can have like this much because I feel like this is okay, you right. know. Um, well, but then I kind of just gave it up after a while because it was it was like, ugh, what's the point? Well, what I keep thinking about everything is if one cup, if up to one cup is okay, is none better? Right. Like with mm-hmm. everything, I'm right. starting to think that. Like even you know, like putting artificial sweetener in my coffee that I don't know if totally. I should be drinking. All of a sudden, I'm like. And by the way, if I give up, and please, people don't write and tell me about the horrors of artificial yes, sweetener. I, please don't. I got I've already the same Googled, thing. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, I will have to radically tra- change my beverage selection since like everything I drink has some kind of something or other in it. I should probably just switch to water, but I think we know how I feel about water. I'm oh, it was it. the, that was the hardest part of pregnancy. Did you just I water? gave up pretty much everything. I rarely drink i would treat like a big treat would be a diet soda of any kind <laughs> right. water can yeah. and i drink probably four liters of water a day maybe i should put lemon in it or they have those squeeze an infuse, orange into it or something they have those uh pitchers where you have a, an inner thing where you can put fruit oh in yeah, it yeah that would be good yeah. i'll do that i would try that yeah okay maybe i'll stick a blueberry oreo in the water <laughs> <laughs> there you go now you're talking do it. What's the verdict on the lemon ones? Um, I thought they were good. They kind of remind me of there's some kind of lemon ginger cookie that I've had in my life. Yeah, that's a familiar flavor yes. than lemon. Even one. though there's not ginger in there, um, it, it, it they take. I think they're really good. Remember those? Maybe I was trying to tell Al in the car when I tasted them the first time. Like those packs of crackers that had different kinds like the peanut butter cracker or those orange crackers with Mm -hmm. the cheese in the middle Mm -hmm. there was a like they would have sweet ones too and there was a lemon cookie and they Mm. taste just exactly like that just exactly yeah Mm -hmm. the blueberry pie is my favorite really yep interesting he likes i like blueberries artificial oreo flavors no I don't. You like do because you like the red velvet ones. I like oh, yeah. a few of them. Okay, mm-hmm. but the blue. I like blueberry, so that's probably why I like that one. Like, I like blueberry. I may. I think I like artificial blueberry because I liked Smurf Berry Crunch when I was growing up. <laughs> oh too. yeah, I see that. <laughs> that was fake blueberry. Yes. It really does seem that in the factory when they put these blueberry cookies together, they like squirted extra blueberry all over the place. Yeah, yeah. something happened the to these. 
I mean, I would be licking all that, but yeah, just, here it is. They were just doing a rush order. <laughs> Gotta get these blueberries out of here. Let's do this. I've only been stocking Target for them for a week. Yeah. Where do you get your cookie news? <laughs> the internet. She found like the Nabisco guy at Target. I did. Was, like, Where's the blueberry ones? Like <laughs> last, everyone's been asking me about this. Last on. week there was a guy filling the shelf, and I went up to him and I said, "Hey, I need some information here." And he's like, a "Hot tip." He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm the Oreo guy." He was the Oreo guy for Target. He took his number. What? <laughs> I showed up. He gave you the I'm inside so, scoop. He works at Target, but he's their Oreo guy, or he's an Oreo guy. He was in Target. Really? Mm-hmm. You should have given him your email and had. I really should have. I was not thinking. Yeah. Well, maybe but he'll be back. You could have had an Oreo hookup. He said that Vaughn's is getting chocolate chip Oreos, and Ralph's is getting some other fruity flavor this summer. I can't remember what it was. Um, and then there's also an Oreo that I haven't found yet, but it is out, and I think it's at Walmart. That is like a Fruity Pebbles Oreo. Huh. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't. How do you guys feel about Fruity Pebbles? Not I'm not a fan. Them. Not in them. I liked them growing up. I love them until I eat them. I always think like this is the best. I want to get these, and then it turns into just like the sludge, sludge of right. mm-hmm. And I go like, why? Why did I want to do this? To me, they're similar in texture. To Rice Krispies, which I've expressed, I feel like it's yeah. just there's nothing. It's n- there's nothing to it. Rice Krispies mm. are better. I agree. There's more to it. Yeah, they they keep their crispiness. Yes. Whereas Fruity Pebbles, like you said, it just becomes like bad oatmeal. There's no snap, crackle, yeah. or pop. Yeah, it's just like Snoople Cocker p- Pop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not even. It's not even the full thing. It's snooker popple props. Yeah, give it's up. Good pop. It gives up. Yeah. yeah like, whatever. I don't. I don't have time for this. Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> um, you guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, maybe the snacks we've been mentioning, click through the Amazon banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Thank you guys so much for your Amazon support. It means a ton. Thank you for PayPal support. PayPal links on the right side of the page. There's been movement on the Patreon page. Just today I was talking with the guy. There's going to be a launch. Because I thought like when the page is ready, I'll just hit the word launch on the page. But he's like... Let's you know bat it around and then like talk about some launch strategies or something. So I don't know if the strategy is going to involve more than just me hitting the button that says launch. It could. Who knows? I'm just saying. He just wants you to do it with a glass of champagne. It's around the corner. <laughs> I am overthinking. I know I said that weird. It was on purpose. I think I'm overthinking the rewards because it's like I got all the I got all the stuff written like at this level you get this at this level you get this this level you get this and I felt good about it and then I was looking at other pages and I'm like wait no I have to redo everything and then I looked at ours again and then I thought no it looks fine I don't know why I have this nervousness it's like I just want it to be perfect I've never I've never cared about anything being perfect in the past you're nervous you, you have this nervousness because it's a thing that exists thank you that helps me. Um, so, <laughs> but I get nervous about things that don't exist too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you guys, we have ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And also, touch the tushy, touch, go to my website, alisonrosen.com, click on the store, and you can see the ringtones. You can see that we have t shirts available. Um, we're going to have new merch available soon. I'm very yeah. excited by that. And uh, also, we have bonus episodes. All the stuff's available on the store, also on iTunes and Gumroad. Some stuff uh, is pay what you wish on Gumroad. Okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. 
Okay, Lisa Loves JMOs says Chinese food is one of the most filling foods. I am not hungry in an hour. Is this just something people say but don't feel? Excuse me, I have an Oreo burp in my throat. Mm. Um, yes, so the what you always hear is that you get hungry an hour after you eat yes. Chinese food. I agree that it's pretty filling. Is that based on the idea that it's mostly vegetables or something? What's your rice to food ratio? Are you taking a bite of rice with every bite of no, the food? No, I'm not. I feel like that was based on the days when Chinese food was chicken chow mein. Okay. So that was vegetables. So I think if you do eat Chinese food and it's mostly vegetables, you get hungry pretty quickly. But right. normally like uh, orange chicken or fry, like Kung yeah. Pao chicken and stuff. Oh, yeah. oh, that, uh, it's pretty heavy actually. Yeah. I would say what may I, I get hungry like an hour later if I eat carbs for breakfast. Like if I just have a like a piece of toast or a like a bagel or something, mm-hmm. I'm like starving later. Um, and cereal never fills me up. If I have a bowl of cereal, like that special K diet where you eat a bowl of cereal for two of your meals, I'd yeah. be like, I would be eating my arm by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's a bowl of air. Yeah, that's nothing. Wait, is that a diet put out by Special K? Yes, it was mm-hmm. their, their commercial used to say, like, eat a bowl for breakfast and a bowl for lunch and then a sensible dinner, right? Yeah. Convenient that their diet involves eating two bowls a day of their <laughs> food. Yeah. Well, it'd be, weirder if, odds? It'd be yeah. weirder if they're like, hi, we're Special K. Eat a bagel for breakfast, <laughs> right. Cut out chicken all carbs. for lunch, yeah, and a hamburger for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I always thought it was a crazy diet, though. Crazy. Insane. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. B. Slammon says, I cannot write with a pen if there is no cap to put on the butt end of it. It throws off the weight distribution and annoys me. Um, no, I don't have this problem. I feel like frequently I find myself writing with a pen with no cap, like signing something in someone's office or something. What about pens that don't have caps? Like the push pens. Oh, yeah. Do you still well, need a cap? I, no, I think she just means like, okay, I'm holding a pen right now. This would really come alive for the listeners. If you had to write like that, could you? And I'm now I've taken the cap off. I'm I with her on that. Could. Oh, you are. I yeah. I was thought you might because you're pretty finicky with your writing implements. <laughs> I love it's you. A compliment. It's so Daniel, finicky. Daniel, it's a compliment. <laughs> it's a compliment. Um, I guess. Um, she's right. It throws off the weight ratio, especially mm-hmm. when it's a pen. Let's say you have a you've bought a box of twelve of them, so it's kind of mm-hmm. your pen that you're yeah. used to using at your desk or whatever, and then you lose a cap, and then you're going to keep it. It just feels off. It's like those novelty pens when you were a kid that were really small, yes. you know, in different colors or whatever, and then you have to... It doesn't even get into the crook of your hand. You have to just, like, <laughs> stick it in your hand like it's like a <laughs> drill press or something, and just like, you know. <laughs> Don't use those people. Yeah. I think I just am so... I have such bad handwriting. I'm so not good at anything like that that I go like, I don't care. Just yeah. just scribble along here for a minute. Hmm. Yeah. My handwriting is kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. John Maconda says, my wife thinks it's socially unacceptable for me to put in eye drops in public. Just her or everyone. I think eye drops in public is okay. I it's impressive. I think that's okay. I always feel a little bit weird about it. Really? Like if someone's doing it, it's like, what's going on with your eyes right now? You keep that with you? <laughs> Do you just get contacts? You're kind of like unsure about what's happening? I, like who's yeah. carrying like the little pocket size one who's like, just in case. You never know when dry eyes hit. You don't even know what to do. <laughs> It depends, because like if you're at a if you're in a cocktail party right in the middle of the room and you just throw the head back and start like 
Yeah, that would be weird, right? Yeah. But if you went off to the side of the room and kind of like turned, it's okay. It's not like you're pissing in the, you know, pot of the plant or something. It's like, it's not something that you need to do behind closed doors, but you don't, you want to be somewhat discreet about it. <laughs> True. Okay. I'll, so are I'll, you, are you thinking like, like, does that guy have pink eye? What's happening? Is yeah. That... Well, it just seems like, okay. like is that a medical? stoner. Like he knows that he's going to yeah. get bloodshot eyes. Yeah, I guess that's my thought of like, mm-hmm. why? Like, are you that worried about like his dry eyes? Is that's what like before you leave the house? Like, I don't know. I better be take spare underwear right and some extra <laughs> drops just in case. Oh my god! Like, like you just bust out the toothbrush and start brushing your teeth in the middle yeah. of it. Now, I have seen people walking down the street with those floss picks. Yeah, oh, those are disgusting. Uh, you don't yes. do that in public. That put that put me off of floss picks entirely <laughs> who, was, who was on the show that was talking about alex floss? black yeah and i started using them they're awesome they changed my life but i i had such an aversion to them from seeing people using them in public it makes me sick my okay daniel remember we were watching something i think it was uh, lady dynamite maybe mm-hmm. and you said have you ever had a therapist that had a secretary mm-hmm. and i said yes i had a therapist that had a receptionist well we've had enough therapists <laughs> <laughs> that you can remember the ones that had secretaries. Yeah. You have a very large didn't. sampling. Yes. Well, she had a receptionist, and her receptionist had a floss stick that was covered in lipstick just sitting on her desk, That's like disgusting. on the planner. Yeah, I had forgotten about that till now. It was it was a little much. Plus, when you floss, okay. you can flick food all over the place. And it's just yeah, like, uh, that's no good. That's that's no good. Actually, speaking of people just brushing their teeth in the middle of things, mm. whenever I see someone brushing their teeth with no water nearby... Which has only been like maybe twice, but it's scarred me both times. I don't get how that works. How mm-hmm. can you not have water nearby? They're just using their saliva? I to- guess so. Ew, no. I, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, I find that gross. One time I was in the car with my friend and we were driving a couple other friends. If you're my looking- mouth is full of wetness. Daniel. Oh. If you're looking for Wendy, she's uh, under me right now, farting. Okay. Um, <laughs> we were driving and... I don't even think I turned around. I just heard a noise and smelled something minty. And my friend was in the backseat brushing his teeth. And to this day, to this day, I don't know where all the toothpaste spittle went. You swallowed it. Oh, Oh, you're not supposed to do that. That grosses me out. Maybe he spit it out the car window. Ew. I'm going to barf. I have a real. You don't like mint. No, I don't. Toothpaste is the thing you don't like. I don't like really? minty toothpaste. No, mm. we have to oh. we have we have to comb the earth for other flavors. <laughs> do you yeah. use cinnamon? No, cinnamon freaks me out too. Yeah. What flavor um, do you like? <laughs> okra? Did you get that okra toothpaste? Do they have that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I there are I there are mints I can handle. Uh, but it's not my preference. Most of her toothpaste uh, is for children. I was going to say, is, are like you getting the bubble cars gum That's and, not true. And cartoon okay, characters. Crest made lemon toothpaste they for did. the longest time. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I would try that. I wish they still made it because it was like for adults in that it 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 was um like made your mouth feel cool because a lot of the kids' toothpaste don't have any sort of cooling action. It's... Uh, like brushing your teeth with frosting. Um, <laughs> but the lemon one was good, and they discontinued that. Mm. I well, do now would, use one that's vanilla flavored. Lime would be oh, good, yeah. too. Lime would be good. In fact, I got one that was lime and spearmint flavored, but it's overpoweringly mint. What about those mm. hippie toothpaste, like those baking soda ones? Ugh, I they, hate those. Yeah. I, like um, Tom's of Maine. That, they make an mm-hmm. anise flavored one. I've tried that. Oh, it's I would okay. like that. Yeah, you would. 
Yeah. That was an insult. <laughs> I like anise flavor. Well, there you go. Deal with it, everyone. Yeah. Anal? <laughs> Not anus flavor. <laughs> That's all I can think about. <laughs> Me too. Like, the whole time, <laughs> I just think, I don't, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, anus flavor wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> So listen, to call back to that 19-year-old Canadian girl, grow up, okay? <laughs> Lisa Loves JMO says, as a kid, I dreamt of going to fat camp, thought it would solve my problems mm. and cure my nerdiness. Mm. Hashtag nothing cooler than fat camp. Um, no, a pediatrician recommended to my mom that I go to fat camp, but my dad ixnayed that plan because he didn't want me to feel different, even he, though I was different. <laughs> like you would think, oh, now I'm fat person at fat camp? Yeah. Yeah. I think he, he it's funny. It's sort of like the Jewish thing. Like if, they, if she doesn't realize it, that's for the best. It's like, right. but everyone else is telling me I'm Jewish and telling me I'm fat. So um, just me or every Jew <laughs> I think I mean I actually under I actually understand and res- I think I respect that decision. I think that I as a young kid I don't think I would have flourished at fat camp. Could there be another thing they could call it because I, I my little brother went to one of those and he learned all sorts of great life skills. He learned, you know, cuz he didn't know anything about food and how it made him, you know, and so he I mean I was 6 though. Yeah, he was young. He was like 8. Did it do anything though? Yeah, he he ended up getting healthier, so it helped him. <laughs> My, <laughs> kind of long I've always wanted to go to like a adult one. Yeah, like, like a health retreat yes, or something. And yes. I've had family members go to those, mm-hmm. and they love them, and they sound incredible. That I that I would love. Huh. Yes, where you go, you have some cushy robe, a spa, basically. Oh yeah, they make you like spa food. You eat you berries and you exercise yeah. and you get massages. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's how Passages at Malibu is. Right. Have you ever seen those commercials? Mm-hmm. It's like the, they make the rehab center look like a I, resort. I and you're just like, yeah, I don't I know. I want to go it's, there. It's, yeah. Yeah. Aren't you it's pulling good. your skin off at some point? Like freaking <laughs> yeah, out, coming I feel like down? Yeah, sugarcoating it big time. Yeah. 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 My dad went to a one of those weight loss camps once and it was like a really famous one here in Beverly Hills and VH1 was they're shooting a documentary about these camps mm-hmm. and so he was on this documentary when i was in high school called vh1 like rockin bodies or rock <laughs> bodies and it was pretty embarrassing because i like turned on the tv and it's like there's my dad working out <laughs> with the celebrity trainers but he loved it and he went there a few times and like great results yeah huh so now I've always kind of been like, that sounds yeah, amazing. Let's do it. I think they're very expensive. Should they be allowed <laughs> yes. to call something a camp if it's not out in the wilderness? Yeah, if there's no tents involved. Yeah, I don't you know gotta if they be. They call in- it a camp. No, like a I mean, retreat, for kids, maybe. They call them that, but yeah, yeah. It's a spa weekend, pretty right. much. I don't know. Okay. Ashley Bloodworth says, "Sometimes I look down at my feet and think those look weird." <laughs> um. Yes, I do that. Yeah, I do and I don't. Sometimes I, sometimes, I don't know if this will make sense. Sometimes I want to be able to look at very familiar things and think they look weird because when I, intellectually it seems weird. Like intellectually it's weird to me that we get into these little boxes on wheels and drive and and move ourselves around in them. These little, little, (laughs) you know, motorized boxes on wheels and we listen to music. And I think that's so strange. But anytime I look at the street and I see cars, it doesn't look strange to me. Or like 
I remember trying to do this with a plant. Like, it's so weird that we take a tiny, we, we put a little plant in a little pot and then we bring it indoors. A thing that would normally be outdoors. But like looking at a plant that looks totally normal to me. And you're not high when you're having these. No, <laughs> these I'm not high at all. So yeah, I tried. I try. I think about how weird things are, or like mm-hmm. it is. Hands are fucking weird. Excuse the line. You were, you guys weren't strong enough to overpower my language. <laughs> <laughs> but then I look at my hand, and it doesn't look weird. Uh, I, I don't know. I have that experience <laughs> with your hands. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I don't really have that very often. I saw my feet. I was taking a video of Sam and my feet were in it in the background. And I was like, oh, gosh, get those out of there. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. And I couldn't even post it because I'm like, I've my feet were just freaking me out. They were just so weird. And to think that those were mine and there was just something very out of body about it. I I didn't like it. I do think that if I were to see pictures of a bunch of hands and a bunch of feet, I'm not sure I would know which ones are mine. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Because when when we were choosing my ring, I would take a lot of photos of the different... Except certain jewelry stores won't let you take photos of their ring. I, I don't know why. That kind of bugged me. But the ones that would allow it, I would take different pictures. But I was also collecting pictures. I'm embarrassed to even admit this. I don't know why. It's like... It's very... People who are getting married are very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but not anyone who's listening if you're getting married. Uh, but... I'll, on my iPad, sometimes I'll find these... F- oh, yeah. So, I was sorry. I was also collecting photos I would see of mm-hmm. um, people's rings that I liked. And, like, there's certain photos where I'm like, is that my hand with a ring on it? Or no, did I get that from the internet? Weird. So, apparently, I really don't know my own hands. Huh. Hmm. So, when you know something like the back of your hand, you don't know I don't. It. Yeah. You don't know it at all. <laughs> I guess I don't. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Adam says, I button all buttons on all clothes before putting them in the clothes washing machine. Never. No. No. Not a chance. Yeah, I would like to know why you would do that too. Is that so that it's easier to fold or something later? I don't know. Or maybe so the buttons don't catch on things? Yeah, maybe. Or it's like you just take it out and hang it up and it's easy? I don't know. Maybe it retains its shape. I would feel like it would reduce the amount of washing that it would get because all surfaces aren't getting rubbed against mm. other clothes. Yeah, you want it to be... <laughs> well, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I guess I'm worried for all your t-shirts now. I don't feel like they're getting... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, t- your t-shirts don't get washed as much. <laughs> That's right, Al. <laughs> if you're washing jeans, do you button the jeans? No. I do. Really? No. Really? Uh-huh. I do. You do? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. So Because I think of like the button and the zipper as rough and they'll catch on other clothes. Um, it, all right. I can see that. They're not, I mean, nothing's really moving around that much in there. It's just kind of shooshing back and forth. It's I not have, spinning am, around. But if it's shooshing against the open <laughs> zipper, it might, you know. Wait, is it much. not really spinning? I think of it as spinning. We have an old-fashioned it washing spins. machine. No, it spins. It spins when it's spinning the water out of them. But the stuff's all kind of just staying. In the yeah, same. Just just in the how do they, they even get clean then if they're not shushing the around a lot? In the dryer, it's doing more whooshing. <laughs> In the dryer, yeah, there's the a shushing. lot more. There's a lot yeah, more action. Yeah, I feel like sure. my dryer is like click, 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 click. Like a lot, a lot of, of things clicking. hitting. Yeah, because you know, it hits the side. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of click, click, clicking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Someone should put a GoPro in a washing machine. They probably have. <laughs> that would be like the world's worst. What? It might be the end of your GoPro. It would just be like blurry nonsense. It'd just be dark. dark. You... <laughs> Need a light, yeah. <laughs> Someone should put a GoPro and a light inside a washing machine. I just want to see what goes on. <laughs> like in the secret world of dryers? Yeah. No, washing machines. Washing machines? I'm not dying to see it. I'm just saying. Honey, I'm you can. You can. This is something no, you can do. You, know, you like, can open, open it real fast, and then whatever the trigger thing is, just press it down, <laughs> and you can watch it happen. You that can watch never it agitate. Even occurred to me that there's like a trigger thing. Yeah, you me trigger neither. it, and then it, you see it agitate. It agitates, and then it'll start spinning. It's Have you exciting. done this exciting. Oh, oh yeah kidding me what yeah same thing with the fridge if you open the fridge and just push the thing and you can see what it looks like with the light yeah you get to see the ketchup like open its eyes and they go hey (laughs) mustard wait oh no he's looking (laughs) um no really have you done this with the washing yeah yeah before uh, hbo had sunday nights i just go (laughs) watch the washing machine fun what's your what's your favorite cycle oh definitely agitation yeah good call I, i i Used to like the spin because it's really dramatic. There's a lot of motion, but there's really not yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, but the agitation that's is where, where all the work's happens. getting done. Yeah, yeah that's where it happens. It's a guy thing, I think. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> Must be. Mm. And lastly, Maria says, when I'm driving on a highway with no median, I imagine crashing into oncoming traffic at 75 miles per hour every time a car drives past. How frequently every time? are you on? Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, Uh-oh. yeah. Oh, no. How frequently are you on a highway with no median? Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. Where she lives, it must I know. guess, you know, r- more rural areas will yeah. have like oh, right. two-lane two lane highways. Like where Dr. Pohl lives. Exactly <laughs> where he lives. Uh-huh. I think about that. I yeah, think, I think about, about head on. a lot of those kind of scary scenarios on a regular basis, though. Hmm. Just general scary... Yeah. Yeah. You know, my absolute least favorite driving kind of experience is driving on narrow mountain roads where there's one lane in each direction and um, you will go, there's like a steep drop off the side of it. It's horrible. Horrible, horrible. Whenever I'm the passenger in that situation, even if I trust the driver, (laughs) I'm very (laughs) up their butt. Yes, you are. <laughs> even when there's zero danger. Yeah, like, even when there's not a cliff. Edge, I know. Even when there's if, just the memory of a cliff and it, and lo and behold, <laughs> oh, this actually isn't as steep as right. I remembered we it. We were in Utah and we're driving and it was a windy road. Yes. It was a mountain, but there was no cliff. Mm-hmm. And the whole time she's like, you're going too fast. <laughs> but, um, I was like, okay. That, I didn't say it that way. Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> There's a cliff coming up. Think, Nails. <laughs> yeah. I think I just said. With regards. <laughs> I know this is crazy, but could you slow down a little? Did I say it like that? <laughs> that sounds like you, right? I love how it sounds to you. <laughs> I think that's exactly how you imagine it sounds. But how did it sound to you? Slow down! You're gonna kill us all. <laughs> That's not what I said, though. Uh, there's a little bit more fear in your voice, <laughs> I would say, than the calm. Like it would be nice if you would please, um, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind decelerating slightly. Yes, uh, deaccelerate, please. No, it was um, a little more insistent, perhaps. <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as the July Fourth. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Where I was really worried. You oh were terrified. <laughs> yeah. Mal- the road, we were in Malibu, right? We were in Malibu. Those are some sketchy roads. Yeah, well, the problem is, I, I always would think like... <laughs> Who do you know that falls off the cliff? And then in California, you don't know them because they fell in off Malibu, a cliff. it's like every other weekend someone drives like over the cliff. It does seem like somebody drives over. Thanks a lot, Al. Yeah. Yeah, but usually. We're never going, to, <laughs> never See, going back to vind- Malibu now. Vindicated. I've just, I watch a lot of local news, you guys. And I'm telling you, it happens more often Someone's than you think out in Malibu. constantly falling off the mountain. However, usually they're drunk and or texting. So, well, July, on July 4th. I was drunk and texting. No, but everyone else was. <laughs> In Tucson, there is a mountain range that borders the city, and you can drive up into the mountains and go skiing and stuff. And so it's a very windy road, and we would always drive it. And there was a car that had gone off one of those cliffs. That was it was one of those cliffs where I guess they couldn't get it, but it was right at the kind of beginning of the drive. And I always suspected they left it there to warn you of the oh, like, yeah. look, be careful because and it was this car was all rusted out oh. and at the bottom of the thing all busted. So yeah. Scary. They probably placed it there. No one ever fell off. Probably. Let's uh, talk about a dog. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutton. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys about Jasper. It's a five-year-old adult male, American Bulldog, Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Um, and he has a cleft lip. So he is very funny looking. He has a very funny looking face. Uh, Let's see him. And here, I'll show you. My friend Laura posted a photo of him on Instagram and said he has teeth in his nose and love in his heart. But I asked her if there were any special concerns um, because of his cleft lip, and there aren't. He he can eat and drink normally, and he's just a little bit messy. Sweet. Um, but he's sort of... He's sort of he's he's active, he's energetic, and he needs to learn some manners, which is what she said. Um, but he's very sweet, and uh, and he would make a great dog for someone. And I have another photo of him, which I'll show you guys um, right now. And if you are interested in checking out Jasper, <laughs> so cute. I know this. this oh, I wanted gosh. to print both pictures so you could see That's this. So cute. Yeah. I know. Um, I will have the link on my on the episode summary on my website, but if you want to just go to the URL right now, it is shelterme.com slash downy slash Jasper training program. So shelterme.com slash downy slash Jasper training program. Okay, you guys, this was a very long show. Thank you for listening. You are the best. I love you. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Uh, Jeff, where do we go for you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? Find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, D Quants on the Snappy. <laughs> D Quants on the Snappy. <laughs> Alan? Uh, I am at the hashtag Al. Follow me. It's a wild ride. 
<laughs> oh my Jenna uh, you can follow me at Jenna Kim Jones Twitter and Instagram at Jenna Tries on Instagram and you can follow our podcast Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones wherever podcasts are found and my website JennaKimJones.com slash podcast thank you guys for listening I love you goodbye hey do you know about the Allison Rosen show we had a good time but now we gotta go